Hey folks, this is the Sunday episode of Left Reckoning, which comes out this time every week. To access the full episode and all the previous ones, go to patreon.com slash leftreckoning. We get to that. Um, Jordan Peterson deteriorating before our eyes it's not looking well he's officially disgraced by the ontario psychiatric uh, society that had been given his his credentials uh because he kept telling people to kill themselves <laughs> um, now he told themselves to kill themselves granted it was people who thought that there was too many people on the earth so they were they're malthusian Still, if you're a psychiatrist, don't tell people to kill themselves with a giant million watch platform, okay? And if the body tells you, if the governing body tells you, hey, you know, and you'd call in like trans members of parliament or whatever they have in Canada, dicks or things, mm -hmm. uh, or calling Elliot Page's uh, doctors butchers without any yeah. sort of <laughs> facts about the case, that makes us look bad. And, and we're not going to... Uh, um, immediately uh, discipline you. We're going to say, you have to take some classes, and Jordan Peterson's like, screw you, I got daily wire money now, I don't need to do that. Anyway, he's been writing in haikus like on Twitter, and I keep making this point uh, that he's always sort of been like this. There's this clip of 2015 where he's talking about testosterone and saying basically the only people that are going to have sex with your daughters is, is psychopathic men. And killers. He, he, Exactly. Like he's a, exactly. And he's wearing a fedora. He's a hysterical guy. But, uh, but, and so that kind of made me wonder was I being fair? Was he always, mm. always so bad? And I think for the most part, generally true. But there, I think before he got into the groove of basically naturalizing hierarchy with his credentials <laughs> um, mm. and whatever sort of like flim flam historical or mumbo psycho uh, analytic mumbo jumbo he can. Uh, he was just sort of like a talking head on this this Canadian, I believe, uh, show called TVO. And this is an interesting episode of it from 2010, so 13 years ago. And it's about some article in the New York Times about 20-somethings. And imagine, remember, this is directly in the wake of the financial crisis. Uh, massive recession. And there's this article wondering why aren't 20-somethings following the path of their previous generations and getting married and having careers and then having kids and then starting that cycle over again. And a lot of these guys are saying uh, it's the economy, stupid. And I mean, that's where we come up with uh, Derek Thompson here, a young Derek Thompson, a 24-year-old Derek Thompson. You might recognize him. He's at the Atlantic uh, uh, now, but uh, here he is leading us off and... Uh, yeah, we'll see. You might expect Jordan to play a role here that he doesn't actually end up playing, and I thought that was interesting. Lesson point. Uh, there's a metaphor that we sort of have around the office where uh, the, the journey from education to full employment is a bit, a bit like an escalator, a very expensive escalator, because the average debt for a uh, public school graduate um, of college is $17,000. But the idea is you get on at the bottom of the escalator in high school and you ride up the escalator uh, through college and through a graduate degree and then you get off at the top into the labor market. And right now, the top of the escalator is really congested. There's not a lot of opportunity. And that's one reason why unemployment in our generation among 20-somethings is 15% higher than the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. So it's a serious problem, but I think it's a serious economic problem. Miles, why don't you come in and tell me why you think 
uh, pieces like Derek Thompson's and this one in the New York Times over the summer have had such an impact? Well, it's a bit surprised by the Times piece myself because I didn't find anything uh, terribly new there. I do agree with Arnett and, and Derek that the fundamental causes here, as opposed to the symptoms, which I think is what Arnett is describing, lie in the economy. And, and this dates back to the 1970s and a productivity slowdown we've been facing since that time. Now, I'm not sure what the deal is with Canada, but the way this productivity slowed down, like, uh, uh, I know the wages have stagnated. Productivity mm -hmm. may have slowed down slightly, but I think the decoupling from wages and productivity is where I would, uh, um, you know, point to more than productivity slowdown. Totally. And uh, the labor market needs to adjust, and it adjusts at its most flexible points. And that's the new people entering the labor market who take the big hit. And you're seeing their behavior respond to that, as opposed to being a cause of it. Jordan, um, I was going to come to Steve, actually. Stand by, Jordan. I want to okay, go to Steve here's where a big prick because comes I want to in. follow up on the economic. <laughs> he a lot of blame on the economy for this. Yeah. Although Arnett says it's certainly well beyond the economy. Now, uh, you, you follow the economy for a living. What yeah. do you say? I think it's uh, it's wrong to attribute all of this to the economy. Of course, the economy feeds into every big trend you see, but the economy follows long wave cycles. And we're actually seeing this as a trend that has been emerging, not over the course of, uh, of you know very recent economic turmoil. Uh, you're seeing this long-term trend dating back to the 90s and even before that. So I think attributing it to these short-run things that are happening in the economy is entirely wrong. What we're actually seeing is sociological change and I would argue that, that this is the outgrowth of a change that we saw in parenting and in media approaches 30 years ago uh, in the way that we... Now, I got to stop here before we get to our boy, Jar Peterson, and stop that when the Canadian says oat growth. <laughs> Which, uh, um, but... Oh, he, this guy sucks so much. Um, to say that it is, first of all, he's doing a, a basic sleight of hand here because mm -hmm. what the guy said before that, which is about when he said the productivity slowdown, which we would say the decoupling of wages and productivity, and then the the rest of that going to you know ownership class. Um, he is acting like it's just the most recent recession, right? He's like, oh, these, these short-run economic things, like what we're having in like the housing market, and the you know, and that's not no. Um, so him then him going to say this is a long-term sociological thing going back to the '90s, like bro, no, actually that's when the wages and productivity decoupling happened. <laughs> so you're not saying anything, and to just say like. To put it all on, because the, the, there was the same exact freakout during like the Nixon era, or maybe it was mm -hmm. like Kennedy about Doctor Spock, and is Doctor Spock teaching us to be too kind uh, <laughs> to our kids? And like a kind of like part of that was a proxy because I think don't I don't think Doctor Spock was like pro like uh, segregation, <laughs> uh, yeah. but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, like let's also just get something really clear here because this has always been the right wing argument about um, the failures of, of of capitalism, at least in, in you know in, in uh, Canada and the U.S. Right? Is that there's a cultural problem? People aren't like you know being upstanding citizens and they're not getting married, they're not falling in love, and you know there's sexual immorality that's like creating economic crises, right? This is like always you know because I mean it makes sense, right? Because they then there you don't have to have any material answer to it. It's just like Hey, get married and be a good, moral, upstanding person. Um, mm. But what's really funny about it, frankly, Matt, is that, like, you know, us on the left always get accused by these right-wing figures as, like, you know, we're too soft and squishy with, like, our incorporation of, uh, 
you know, outside theory and social theory into something that is just, you know, cold calculated numbers. And that's the economy, right? It's all about the numbers and the material information. And yet all of these right-wing economists from this guy to like even Thomas Sowell, um, you know, all are just talking about families and like moral yep. degradation as like the reasons that things are messed up in this country, which, you know, it's, it's surprising to me how long they've been able to get away with this idea again, that like, you know, the right wing economists and, and business commentators are just like real facts guys, you know, they don't yes. let their feelings get in the way. And all of their analysis is almost always just like, Hey, you know what? I feel like the kids are a little bit mean. And also I think they're having too much sex. Um, outside of marriage <laughs> exactly it's just it's just so feeble it's like yeah it's because it's because we've told kids like it's it's a, i think i don't know if he goes there but it's like like the participation medal sort of complaint mm -hmm. it's like yeah even before that so i think attributing it to these short-run things that are happening in the economy is entirely wrong what we're actually seeing is sociological change and i would argue that, that this is the outgrowth of a change that we saw in parenting and in media approaches 30 years ago, uh, in the way that we spoke to kids uh, about what they could expect from their lives and the way that we uh, we spoke to them about things like self-esteem and self-centeredness. And I think that that is the, the outgrowth that we're seeing now, okay. far more so than He's the economics guy, you're the psychology guy. Are you going to approach this from a different vantage point here? Now, again, I just want to say, I, I was, I, I've sort of prepared you for what's to come, but I was shocked because I was expecting because mm -hmm. that what that guy just did is what Jordan Peterson does all the time mm -hmm. now to clean your room like it's but here we go. He goes pickety mode. Well, it's funny because when my temperament is to blame the kids who are staying at home, yeah. <laughs> but there's this idea in psychology called the fundamental attribution error and the fundamental attribution error is what you do when you curse when someone cuts you off in traffic. You assume that there's something wrong with them instead of taking the situation into account. And the more investigation I did into this phenomena for this show, the more I was convinced that yeah, it's really economic reasons that are doing this. So shall I show this graph? Sure. Why not? All right. So I found this graph, for example. Over here, Tom. And what it shows is the relationship between the average housing price from 1970 to One on the bottom. Yeah. One Zoom in on the one on the bottom, Tom. Yeah. That one there. Yeah. Look at this graph. Everybody does sum a lot of it up. All right, so basically what you see is from 1970 to 2005, the average house price went from 240% of the median home income, that's the typical home income, to 480%. And also at the same time, in 1970, most households were headed by single family or single person earners, and now they're headed by two family earners. So basically that means that housing prices are now four times as expensive as they were in the 1970s. Which and goes that's a long a, way to explaining emerging adulthood. Yeah, well, it's for, a big problem, you know, so. Yeah, it's an important thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> base Peterson, can we say it? I don't know. It's I know, funny. it's like, look, it's it's all about the economics. And like that's it, right? Like, we, we know this. We know mm -hmm. this is... Why, like all these things, and look, Peterson, I think maybe a little bit later, like plays footsie with the women in the workforce and it's alienating mm -hmm. sort of stuff, right? Um, but we know that actually this is the fundamental issue here that, um, when, when it's like guys don't feel like as empowered, it's because it's because, yeah, 
like they don't have a house where they used to have a house or at least a decent apartment <laughs> like in addition yeah. to a job that's going to be able to pay for their college education or like right like like the basic necessities of life like it's mm-hmm. I, I i last time i was on the dating scene was like when i didn't have like healthcare <laughs> and a job <laughs> and like that's that stuff you it sucks it's not mm-hmm. it's not helpful <laughs> to talk, to like that to be in that position and we you we're in that position by design because it serves basically the business owners of this co- uh, country as a mechanism to get us to serve them. Yes. I mean 100% and I will just say that there it is very hilarious that in this clip uh, Peterson actually is like uh, I know more of a materialist than again the 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 business reporter or economist guy before him. Where he's like, my first reaction would be to get mad about the kids. But actually, like, I, I read a little bit about it. And this sort of jumped out at me. Um, just very funny uh, to see him, I don't know, uh, do a little bit of homework, which is something that he's been struggling with a lot, as I know we, we were talking about before yeah. live today. Um, somebody who is incredibly credulous um, in general uh, when it comes to things that he's seeing on social media and believing that they're real representations of what's happening out there in the world. Yeah, and the incentives just aren't aren't there for that because, I mean, I would appreciate that. I would have been like, oh, I appreciate that guy bringing those charts that show, like, mm-hmm. on, on the one hand, uh, we have encouraging kids in Little League <laughs> and saying that they can be whatever they want to be when they grow up. On the other hand, buying a house is four times as difficult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you know, like maybe maybe there's a mix of both, but I'm going to say it's maybe the housing thing first. Um, mm. that, but that doesn't reward you as much as like the the pull your bootstraps up sort of like bomb throwing, I don't think. Like, mm. like, and I mean, this is like this is him on a show that he would be on for half a decade at least as a regular guest um, and we'll get more and more crazy on. But, yeah, I just thought that was very funny. Like, I guess he did understand that his his natural inclination is to be like, come on kids, you know, pull it up. But I mean, fundamentally yeah. like people, you can't ignore the reality of the situation. That's why even Republicans are saying there's something wrong with the American dream. I mean, their problem mm-hmm. is like Mexicans and Obama and like uh, ruined it, but no one is acting like things are good now <laughs> because mm-hmm. they're not. And it's not just a disposition. <laughs> 100%. Um, well, so should we move on to the news of the weekend, David? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of, uh, as much as I like to dive more into Peterson, I feel like it might be a little irresponsible um, yeah. to to not talk seriously about this. And we'll d- definitely do.